Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace. It's Michael Gearan joining you here on a Monday morning. I hope your week has started well. I hope your TAB account has some money in it after the weekend. We've got a big week of harness racing coming up in New South Wales. Of course, we had the Newcastle Mile and the Chariots of Fire run Friday and Saturday. We'll talk about those shortly. The preludes of the big dance. The Miracle Mile is on this Saturday night at Menangle. One horse who won't be there is the favourite for the Miracle Mile, Lockenbar Art. He also missed the Newcastle Mile, but he could still get an invite to the Miracle Mile. David Moran is his trainer and driver. He joins us now. David, thanks for taking the time to talk to us, mate. Yeah, no worries, mate. All right, what's the story with the best horse in Australasia? You missed the Newcastle Mile on Friday. How is he at 10.40am on a Monday morning? Yeah, he jogged... Um... He jogged okay this morning, Mick. He, he certainly jogged a lot better than what he did the other day. Um, probably still not 100%, which is um, which is obvious and was probably always going to be the case. So um, we just got to try and work on him over the next 48 hours. It's probably pretty important to um, to have sort of, you know, I'll set myself a deadline around Wednesday to where I want him, you know, to be sort of at least 85 or 90% sound. Um, so, yeah, so we'll just keep working away at him and, and go from there. Dave, if you could explain to the listeners at home the exact issue with him, is it an abscess in a hoof? So what happened? He, uh, he I put him in the paddock uh, on Friday, Meg, for a little bit of a run, and he pulled his shoe off and stood on a nail, um, which which sort of caused him to be quite sore on the day. Um, and I, I guess the biggest thing from then was just to try and uh, keep it clean over the next few days and and to stop it from going. Uh, to a foot infection, um, which which a lot of times they can do um, quite regularly when when they do do things like that and stand on nails. So um, he seems okay at the minute. Like I said, he's not 100% sound, but um, that that was sort of that was we knew that was coming, and we'll just try and get him right now and get him 110%. Make sure he's there. If he's not 100%, he he, he won't be. Okay, what's the pathway to the Miracle Mile? I think everybody understands if the horse is sound, he will be invited to the race. That's been made pretty clear by Clubman Angle. What does the horse need to do for you, for you to go tell those directors, hey, we're keen for an invite, we're in play? Yeah, so he, he's got to be um, probably the biggest thing for me. He's, I just, he's got to be 100% sound, we all know that. It'll be five weeks between runs if if he is to make the Miracle Mile. So he, you know, he's not going to be as 100% wound up as as he has been in the past. But that's something that we can work on. You know, so long as his soundness is is 100%, his soundness is not spot on. It, it's going to be quite hard to to work him and get him right, which will then uh, probably not allow him to go. So um, so that's the biggest thing is just getting him 100%. If I can get him to sort of 90% sound by Wednesday, um, then then I'll be pretty pretty confident that he'll be spot on. Miracle Miles tend to be running 148 or quicker these days, David. What do you need to do with him to get him ready for that? I presume he hasn't obviously had the hopples on for the last four or five days. When do you need to put those on and open his lungs up and give him a really good burn again to get him ready for a Miracle Mile, even though it's still 12 days away? Yeah, um... 
look, he's probably got to, if we can get him right throughout the week, Mick, he's probably got to go in there Saturday night. and um, You know, he's probably got to have a workout there and probably run a 150 mile um, to, to really give him that good blowout and, and get him as close to perfect as, as he can be the following week. Okay, so have you been told by the government angle that actually want to see the horse work better on Saturday night, or was that your preference? No, that was their preference. Okay, so you want you so if if things are going well, and if and this is obviously important for the futures punters, and we realise the horse is more important than money, but we're trying to also cater for the punters. If he turns up there on Saturday night. That means you're keen to go to the Miracle Mile if he works well. If he's not working between races there on Saturday night, that's pretty much the telltale sign that the game is up. Is that correct? Yeah, 100%, mate. Yeah, yeah. If, he, if he's not there Saturday night, um, like I said, if, if he's not 100%, I'm not happy with him. He won't be there Saturday night whatsoever, and that'll mean that he won't be won't be contesting the Miracle Mile. Okay. Just, uh, I know it's impossible to tell, and I know horses are tricky things. It's no different to humans who ever a sore ankle, they're not quite sure when they'll be feeling any better. What do you honestly think the chances are, David, that you'll turn up on Saturday for that workout and be in the Miracle Mile? Well, so long as he um, so long as he keeps taking the step that he, that he has um, over the past couple of days, Mick, I'm, I'm confident that he will be there. Um, but he's just, he, he's got to continue to take that step, you know what I mean? Like he was, um, Friday was obviously extremely lame, Saturday morning, he, he, he wasn't quite as bad, but he was probably 7 out of 10 lame. You know, yesterday he was sort of 5, and today he's a little bit better again. So if he continues to take that that progress, uh, he'll be there. Um, like I said, you just got to try and keep everything uh, 100% and, and stop stop any infection or anything like that whatsoever, which can which can sometimes be quite tricky. Mate, let's fast forward to the fact that, say, he does get through Saturday night and, and say things go well over the next 12 days. Is there any way you could have him in the Miracle Mile at his peak, the sort of peak we saw in the Victoria Cup or the Hunter Cup? Um, I don't know that we could say that, that he, you know, will be there for his peak. It just depends. You know, he, he has had a lot of hard racing, so the fitness is not not the hugest issue. Um, he's a horse that does tend to get a little bit big inside, um, so that's probably the biggest thing. Um, and obviously. Having the foot abscess at the moment, you know, it's, it's quite hard to, to have him in a water walker and, and things like that and keep it really up to pace because of infection. Um, so I'm not sure that I can have him 110% like the Victoria and Hunter Cups and things like that, but um, providing he's down, I'll, I'll get him pretty close to the mark, I think. Mate, on some more positive news, you did take a horse to Newcastle on Friday night, Pat Beach Storm. Um, just jogged around and beat the older horses who are no concerns there. I would have thought the fact the distance was 25.50 would actually help you this week getting to the heats of the derby because so many of these horses actually don't get a chance to race over distance before they get to the derby, and you've had that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it was a perfect race. You know, we looked around for a little while and, and seen that race and, and thought, well, it's probably a great opportunity to... Um, to take him there and, and give him a shot at the longer distance without having a complete gust buster against probably um, you know weaker opposition than what he's going to face um, this week. So it um, yeah it worked out quite good and um, yeah I, I think if he you know if he gets a draw or gets uh, gets the right run in these sort of races he'll be well and truly competitive that's for sure. 
Mate, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, David. Obviously, everybody loves Artie and they, they want to go to an Artie's party and we realise the fact that it's not just about that for you, it's also about your horse and looking after your horse and, you know, he has a couple more years to go as well, hopefully. So, mate, thanks for being so open with us. We're hoping we see him there uh, at Menangle on Saturday night having a bit of a burn around and we'll also keep in touch so we can keep the, the punters informed, David. Yeah, no worries, Mick. No, thank you very much and uh, we'll hope for the best. Okay, David Morandia with Lockin Var Art, who is under a cloud for the Miracle Mile. And even if he gets it, he may not be at his peak, but it's happened before. We saw four or five years ago, Lazarus was under a similar cloud heading into a Hunter Cup, and he sat parked and won it. So it's not impossible. Don't give up on Lockin Var Art, but just be a little bit careful around that market. The two preludes for the Miracle Mile um, come up this Saturday night. But one horse is already in the race. Uh, is the Black Prince. He was a hometown hero at Newcastle on uh, Friday night. Uh, hopefully we've got Roy Roots Jr. on the line. Oh, how are you there, mate? Good morning, Mick. Mate, it's a hell of a training performance. You've, you've had a horse who we haven't seen racing since December, taking on what you thought was going to be Lock and Bar Art, but it didn't turn out to be, as it turned out. But you gave him the two trials to get him ready for the race, and he comes out and goes one fifty one one on the home track. Is he just that sort of horse? Is he the sort of horse who could do that, or did that Menangle trial a week earlier open them up enough to to get him ready for that? Yeah, no, he was, um, you know, he was sort of came right to the sort of end of his prep, um, sort of going into that Blacks of Fake Mick, and then, uh, you know, he had a couple of weeks off um, after that, and I just sort of you know, just sort of thinking back to last year when he went through the Newcastle Mile and the sprints, um, you know, I sort of had him going in probably, you know, sort of third, fourth run in when he went into the Newcastle Mile. So I, I thought just this time in, he's he um, just after that little break, he seemed to, you know, really strengthen up and he bulked up a bit. And he's, he's always been a really slow maturing horse and um, just seems now to be racing, uh, especially at the mile races, um, just a little bit fresher, and and um, he comes to hand so quickly. So the the two weeks between runs uh, to the Miracle Mile is just you know it's a per, it's a perfect scenario for him. A new driver on Friday night, Robbie Morris. Um, it's great to have a guy as confident and as as aggressive as him off the gate, isn't it? Because it means you can often get your horse where it needs to be. It's pretty hard to come from back in the field with these big miles. Yeah, that's for sure. He's, um, you know, I think that's uh, something that's been sort of missing from the horse's game for a while now is, you know, he's always been able to sort of come out. It was just, uh, you know, probably waiting for him, you know, to mature and, and um, you know, he sort of, you know, sort of couldn't do it at both ends before, but he, he can now. So, um, you know, Robbie, you know, he's super aggressive and, you know, I think, you know, now that you can sort of put him in the race, you'll see a, a lot better horse. Okay. Is Robert going to be on for the Miracle Mile? Absolutely, yeah. No, he's, um, you know, he'll stay with the horse now, hopefully. And, um, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we sort of we, we put a bit of thought into it. And, uh, you know, he's 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 a great driver and, and, and they're the sort of drivers you need in the big races. And, you know, he's super confident all the time. And, and um, you know, he, he was a... a an absolute cracker of a drive on Friday night. What's your realistic thought process around a Miracle Mile? Because some years, the Black Prince might be 
outclassed in a miracle mile, but this isn't the strongest miracle mile either. And if Lock and Varat doesn't turn up, King of Swing's going to dominate, but I think you're on the next clump of horses behind him, Roy. Can you win a miracle mile with this horse? Um, I'm not saying he can, but I'm not saying he can't. He's, he's, a, he's the sort of horse, he's, a, he's an opportunist. And, um, you know, I think, like I said, there was a few holes in his game, um, you know, over his sort of last couple of seasons of racing, but he's a really developed racehorse now. And, and um, you know, I, I the, the thing is, every time he races King of Swing and these horses, he's given them five and six-length start. And, and you know, and he's flying home and running 52 halves week in, week out. And I think now that, you know, Robbie's sort of exposed that he, he can use him early. And, um, you know, if he got on the back of one of those horses in a quick mile, he'd you know, you, you couldn't rule him out. He's he's um he, he lob leaders back in a carousel and he won it and he lob leaders back in a Newcastle mile and he won it. So, um, you know, he's very fast horse and he's always been up to those horses. It was just um a matter of getting the right trip and, and when he was ready to do it and now seems to be the time. Mate, not many sports are as parochial as harness racing and there's a lot of hard work people up here on the hunter who who would have really enjoyed that moment. What was it like being on track? Once once you've gone and got the trophies and, and done everything you need to do and ungeared the horse, what was it like being there on your home track and, and having won your mile and the feedback you got from your mates and participants and the other Newcastle harness racing people? Yeah, it was awesome, Mick. It was a, you know, it was an electric atmosphere and, um, you know, uh, to have all sort of my family there and close friends and, and um, you know, and to see Paul, Paul Borg, you know, he was, been in a long time and you know he's invested a lot of money in it and and you know for him to um he loves this horse and and you know he's had a, a rough couple of years and and um you know it meant a lot to him and that race means a lot to all of us and um yeah it was a massive thrill and you know it probably didn't even really sink in until yesterday that um you know that he'd sort of won it but um you sort of got to pinch yourself that he's you know in the miracle mile now what about Miracle Mile night? Do, do you bring the family into town? Does everybody come in? There's obviously no restrictions now, or less restrictions now. Do you do you chuck a tie on? Yeah, mate, probably got it, Mick. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you know, they're the races we all aspire to be in, and um, you know, just an absolute thrill to be in it. And um, you know, whatever he does, I'm sure he'll he'll acquit himself well and. And, um, yeah, just a massive thrill. Um, you know, we, we're not going in expecting too much, but, um, like I said, he's an opportunist and you can never rule him out. Mate, you've got one in today, uh, or tonight, it's actually early tonight, at, at Newcastle with the 5.17 race, Delilah. Um, what sort of hope would she be? Uh, I think she's a, you know, Delilah's a, she sort of, her form's a little bit patchy, but she's very tempo-related. Um, to how she really goes in her races. And, um, you know, if she can get a bit of speed on through the middle and she can just sort of sit off and we'll, uh, you know, she seems to have a good finish. So uh, I, I actually give her a really good chance today because she sort of had a bit of a freshen and, and uh, I think the 25.50 will sort of play right into her hands. There's a couple there that sort of look like they could go forward and, and um, you know, put a bit of speed on in the race. So, um no, I actually give her a really good chance today. I think, um, you know, if she's going to win, probably it'll probably be today. 
Roy, you've been a good friend to the show and to the punters over the last year or so, mate. We really appreciate it. I was thrilled to see you guys take out the, uh, the Newcastle Mile on Friday. Good luck for the barrier draw for the Miracle Mile coming up this Saturday night, mate. Thanks, Mick. I really appreciate it. That's Roy Rucci Jr., the tin of Newcastle on Friday night when he took out his local mile. We've only got a few minutes to go here on On The Pace on a Monday morning. I'm going to try and grab Luke McCarthy really quickly to get a confirmation from him around a couple of things. Luke, thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Uh, congratulations on the chariots of fire, Luke. Jeez, a big horse, expensive ego. That was serious, serious stuff the other night. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Um, you know, huge thrill and just a lovely horse and... Were you surprised he could do that? He could work quite that hard, sit parked and win, because that's not an easy way to win any race at Manangle. It's definitely not an easy way to win a 148.9. Oh, probably a little bit, but um, he sat in the breeze and went 150 about four or five runs ago. And, um, you know, so he sort of stood up that night and... He only just got beat ahead, actually, but he still went really good. And, you know, with another six weeks sort of under his belt, you'd sort of think with natural improvement, with fitness, he'd, um, you know, he'd probably be able to go that little bit quicker. So, you know, it's still, he'd done a pair of work and yeah, he, he went really good. Is he going to accept the invitation to the Miracle Mile? Yeah, the owners are keen to go, Mick. And, um, you know, like, it's probably a season early, but... A lot, a lot of previous charities, fire winners have gone to the Miracle Mile and, and been place getters. So, um, you know, he, uh, and off the time he went on the weekend, I'm sure he'd be, he's not going to be far off in sort of like a Lock King of Swing style horses. Mate, we presume you're going to be driving King of Swing. If all goes well over the next four or five days, who would drive expensive ego? Oh, look, that'll just be up to the owners. Um, I think they were just sort of happy to get through this week and you know, see how the cards sort of um, you know, sort of how they fell and um, just make a decision next Sunday. But um, that'll just sort of be left up to them. Hey, how many horses will you and Belinda have in the Miracle Mile prelude this week? We know there's just going to be Ultra Orlando and obviously King of Swing is one of the favourites for the race. A um, few more to go to, the Star Galleria type horses, Mark Shard. How many are up? Uh, there was nine nominated, Nick. Um, you know whether they all get runs or not, but you know, the sort of top half a dozen pick themselves. Um, so you know we'd, we'd have a good hand in the heats anyway. Okay, and King of Swing still top seed for you guys? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's come through Melbourne really good. He's um he's fit, he's healthy, he, he's ready to go. Bitter and Force was okay in the Robin Dundee on Saturday night, but we're used to her being better than OK. I thought when she pulled out at 400, she was going to run past them, but she, she sort of only won battered Luke. What did you make of her run? Yeah, I was disappointed with her, Nick. She, that's probably the only run ever um, that I've driven her where you've been disappointed with her. And like you said, she wasn't bad. She was just OK, but um, maybe she just had too easy a time after getting back from Melbourne and... You know, with that run under her belt and you know, a nice strong week this week of work, I'm sure she'll be the best for the weekend. Well, mate, what's your best chance of winning a major race over the next two weeks? There's some huge races coming up. What's your best chance of getting one? Oh, I think King of Swing, Nick. He's, um, he's at the top of his game. He's had a real good preparation. Um, couldn't be happier with him. 
and you know, he loves the mile racing at Menangle. He's proven at that level. Um, you know, he's, he's probably my best chance today. Mate, thanks for joining us for a quick chat today. Well, well done with expensive ego. Please pass on our congratulations to Belinda as well. Thanks, Mick. That's Luke McCarthy. He was at his brilliant and aggressive best on Saturday night when he three-wided, parked and banked them with expensive ego in the Cordina Chickens Chariots of Fire, 148.9. He's in the Miracle Mile. The Black Prince is in the Miracle Mile. If Lachlan Barad is in good shape by Saturday night, he will be in the Miracle Mile. That could leave five spots, maybe six. What's coming up next? Well, those preludes, so the first two guaranteed out of the two preludes on Saturday night, they go to the Miracle Mile. Then the committee, the Club Menangle committee, get to meet straight after the races and decide who gets the other spots. Traditionally, it tends to be the horses who finish third in the preludes, but that has not always been the case. And, of course, Lachlan Barad would get one of those spots if he works well between races on Saturday night. Then the barrier draw will be on Sky on Saturday night as well. So all the Miracle Mile parceled up, and you'll know what we're dealing with by close of business Saturday night. Before then, of course, we have the Bowery Draw for the Ladyship Mile. That takes place tomorrow, 9.30 on Sky 1. So that's televised on Sky 1, the Bowery Draw for the Ladyship Mile and for those two Miracle Mile preludes. Futures markets are open on tab.com.au as we start to get very, very serious with the Carnival of Miracles. They raced this afternoon at Newcastle, if you feel like a bit, in New South Wales. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us on On The Pace on a Monday morning. Hope your week goes well. We'll try and keep you updated via this station around Lock and Bar Art as the week unfolds.